this week's episode, we are celebrating all things Cuban. This is What Good, brought to you by Talking Tales and hosted by storyteller Keisha Christie. Oral traditions is an inaugural part of who we are and preserves our culture. Join us every week as we gather and we share stories and talk culture. Gather together your family and friends, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, What Good. Welcome to another episode of What Good. This is your storyteller, Keisha Christie. And on this week's episode, we are celebrating all things Cuban. October the 10th is Cuba's Independence Day. And in honor of that, this week's episode is everything to do with Centos Cubanos. Let's get into it. There is so much to share about Cuba. The music and the dancing, the language, the tourist resorts. There's so much to talk about with Cuba, but we're going to start with what Cuba is famous for. Cuba is famous for its beaches, their rum, their architecture, and their world heritage sites. Not only that, did you know that the official name for Cuba is the Republic of Cuba? Learning that led us into some of the national symbols that the Cubans share. The national flower is the white mariposa. The national tree is the royal palm. The national bird is the tocoro. And the national instrument is the Cuban terres. The national dish is called ropa vieja, which is like a flank steak stewed in garlic and tomato paste. It's served with rice and other things. Sounds great. But let's talk about the colors of the flag and what they mean. Cuba is rich in heritage and it is also shown or reflected in their flag. So the colors mean a number of things. The three blue stripes represent the three departments in which Cuba was divided in at one time. The white represents purity of ideas and light. The red triangle originating from the French Revolution and the three ideas of liberty, equality, and fraternity. Red is for blood and courage, and the star represents Cuba as a new state. In learning more about Cuba, their motto is homeland or death we shall overcome. And thinking about all of the struggles and fighting and individualism that Cuba had to acquire over the years, this motto seems very fitting for how the country operates on a whole. The official language for Cuba is Spanish. That being said, let's get into my favorite part, which is talking about Cuban folklore, or uh, as they know it, uh, Santos Cubanos. And these are stories that are not written down. They're passed orally. They're the stories that are told at parties or in the street, maybe at meetings or other things. But wherever people gather, these are the stories that are shared. And it's funny, in getting into the folklore, there are many uh, 
mythical creatures that are shared throughout the Caribbean. And one example of that is Yimaya, the goddess of the sea in Jamaica. We refer to her as River Muma. Um, in North America, she's referred to as the mermaid. And it's interesting to see how different cultures depict certain mythical creatures. I also want to get into more of the Santos Cubanos and how they're shared. So stories range from lessons, teaching lessons, funny stories, tricks to tales, as well as scary stories, which I have to say the Caribbean has the most scary stories. But the ones I'm going to share with you this evening are very lighthearted. So let's get into it. This first story is called Martina the Beautiful Cockroach. Now 21 years old, Martina Josefina Catalina Cucaracha was ready to marry, and her abuela wants her to pick the right suitor. You see, Martina was very beautiful, and many, many suitors wanted to marry her. And she was still fairly young, so her abuela wanted to help her pick the right one for her. So her grandmother took her aside and told her about the coffee test. Now, Martina didn't understand the coffee test at first. She said, so, Abula, you want me to spill coffee on his shoes? Yes, Abula said. Pretend that it's an accident. Martina asked, Abula, why am I doing this? And Abula said, when you do this, you will know their true feelings. Hmm. Martina thought about this. And she really wanted to respect her abuela in the best way. So when the suitors began to come, she decided that she would try this test. First came Rooster with his broad chest and colorful feathers, fancy clothes and shiny shoes. He came to tell Martina how much he admired and loved her. And he began to propose marriage until Martina said, oh, oh, oh. Aren't you thirsty? Let me get you a cup of coffee. So Martina went into the house and got some coffee from her abuela and came back out to see Rooster. And as Rooster began to speak again, oh, Martina tripped and the coffee spilled on Rooster's shoes. Rooster became enraged. His chest was puffed out and he loudly said, What are you doing? Do you know how expensive these shoes are? If you were my wife, you couldn't be so clumsy. Well, Martina thanked Rooster for his proposal and declined. Next, Pig came to visit and Pig came with a smell. The smell made the hairs on Martina's legs stand on end. He smelled like everything rolled up in one smutty socks, food, everything all together. But Martina was raised to be polite. So she entertained Pig as he came. And Pig came wiping his face, telling Martina how much he loved her and wanted to marry her. Well, Martina stopped him right away and rushed inside for the coffee. When she came out with the coffee, she accidentally spilled the coffee again. And Pig got upset and he said, what is this? You want me to clean up after you? No way. If you were my wife, you'd never stop cleaning up after me. Martina was very grateful 
and she thanked Pig for his proposal and declined. Well then, Lizard came to see Martina. He wrapped himself around her, telling her that she was as beautiful as the sun and the moon and there were not enough stars in the sky to dim her light. And she was very flattered. But she went inside and she grabbed the coffee and she came out again. And as she approached Lizard, she tripped and the coffee spilled. And Lizard got upset. If you were my wife, I would eat, I mean, teach you a lesson. Well, that opened Martina's eyes and she graciously declined Lizard's proposal as well. By this time, Martina was feeling very discouraged because every suitor that came seemed to have some type of issue that didn't make her very happy. Well, her abuela saw how sad she was and encouraged her to go and see a little garden mouse. Well, Martina really didn't want to go, but her abuela encouraged her to, and she thought out of respect she would go. So she meant to meet Perez, and Perez was so wonderful. He was handsome, he was cute, he was nice and soft-spoken. But then it came time for the coffee test. So Martina got the coffee and she was very, very nervous. She brought it back to Perez and before she could spill the coffee, he spilled the coffee on her shoes. And Martina looked down and began to laugh. She looked up at Perez and said, how do you know about the coffee test? And Perez said, well, I have a Cuban grandmother too. And the two of them laughed and lived happily ever after. This next story usually is sung with music and I don't sing so we're gonna go without the music. This story is called The Bird of a One Thousand Colors. The birds were going to choose a king on Sunday and they wanted their king to be bold, strong, and beautiful. Well, turkey wanted to become king and turkey knew that he was bold strong but didn't think that he was beautiful you see his brown feathers look so dull against the backdrop of all the other birds and he wanted to look commanding and feel confident so he shared his tale of woes with a small bird and this bird heard his plight and really really felt for Turkey. And she said, well, Turkey, I understand. And I think that you would make a great king. So I will lend you my feathers and you can return them to me on Monday. Hmm. Turkey thought about it for a moment and thought that it was a great idea. And so a little bird we call Maria took off her feathers and gave them to Turkey. And Turkey stuffed all of the feathers in with his own and strutted away with barely a thank you. As Turkey walked down the road, everyone saw him and thought, wow, now that is our king. He is bold. He is strong and oh, so beautiful. Well, Turkey was declared king, elected through a landslide. But after the election, Turkey did not want to return the feathers. He even went so far as to meet Maria and say, well, you know, 
your feathers look so much better on me than they did you. Maria was offended, but she said, well, Turkey, we agreed that you would borrow my feathers. And now that I'm naked, I am cold. Please return my feathers. Hmm. Well, Turkey thought about it and thought, no, I'm not going to give them back. Like they, they look really good on me. I was chosen to be king and I declare that I will not return these feathers. So Maria was very sad and embarrassed because now she was naked permanently. But what Maria did not know is that the wise old owl was sitting close by and heard everything that was happening. The owl heard what Turkey did and felt really sad for Maria. Maria felt so embarrassed and ashamed that she exiled. She left the area and fell asleep in a nest by herself, far away from all of the other birds, because nobody wanted to see a bird with no feathers, and fell to sleep. Well, the owl scurried up and went out to tell all of the birds about Maria's plight. And each one of the birds who heard her story felt very compelled to want to help her so each of them went to her nest where she was sleeping and laid one feather. And a thousand birds later, there were a lovely pile of feathers on the nest. So when Maria woke up, she, her eyes fluttered open and she saw all of these feathers and she assumed that Turkey had seen the light and returned all of the feathers. So she started to put on her feathers and realized that these feathers were so much more than she had given to Turkey and more beautiful and more lovely. And they made her look and feel so beautiful that she was able to leave that nest, come out of hiding and rejoin her family with the birds. And they would say, Maria, you look so beautiful. Maria, you are so strong. Maria, we admire you. So what was supposed to be made for her loss was really for her gain. The end. Our final story tonight is rather entertaining. I just couldn't end this episode without sharing this story with you. This one is called The Barking Mouse. A Spanish-speaking mouse family, Mama Rato, Papa Rato, and the two children went off for a picnic. Ah, they had so much food. They had such a great time that the parents were smooching after eating and entertaining themselves. The brother and sister ran off to play. Well, before they left, mother warned, stay away from the gato. The cat lives near the fence. Ah, but what fun would that be? The kids went to the fence and they started teasing the cat and the cat started to get angry, but they were having so much fun and the kids found it so hilarious that they would pay tricks on this cat that couldn't get them until El Gato got so upset that he sprung up over the fence and the cat began to chase the children. The children scampered as fast as they could back to the picnic blanket. And when Mama Rato saw what was happening, she gathered her children behind her and stood in front to face the cat. 
but the cat came running and mama raton stood in front bold and strong she opened her mouth and began to bark woof 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 and the cat saw what was happening and thought that this mama raton had to be loco and left in a flash spinned on his tail and ran away as fast as he could now when all the dust had settled and the children felt safe mama raton turned to them and said you must know now how important it is to learn a second language <laughs> That was a great one. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What Good. If you're interested in hearing more stories this week, catch me on Caribbean Canadian Kids Club on Thursday, October the 8th, where I'll be sharing stories once again. There is a link to register that can be found on Eventbrite, or you can go to Talking Tales on Facebook and find the link there. That's it for this episode. Join us next week as we upload new episodes every Tuesday for your enjoyment. Gather your friends and your family, learn something new, reminisce about the old days, and most of all, what good. Mm-hmm.